What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of Market Broader, Speed in the Market, one trade at a time. I'm your host, Reginald C., so let's jump into it. Been an interesting week. Uh, this week, market's been up, market's been down, so let's jump into some highlights from this week. So this week, the election started, um, not finished yet, still counting votes, um, started this week earlier on the 3rd, the 4th, the 5th, uh, it seems to still be going on, they're still tallying votes, uh, last time I looked, they're waiting on Nevada uh, to get done counting, so hopefully by... Next week, we'll have a presidential candidate uh, to start off uh, with new policies and just a lead uh, for the direction of the country. So, interesting to see the market react to that. I know me personally, uh, last election, I wasn't you know this heavy into investing. So, you learn a lot of different things during election time. Uh, people, you know, say the market behaves different ways, but... In my opinion, everything is different, especially with uh, this election. I don't think there's been an election um, that I've known of that has been pushed out this long or, you know, had this much uh, weighing up on it. So, you know, politics and the market are both linked together. So it's interesting to see, you know, both of them fluctuate uh, as the days go on. Now, with that being said... Um, earlier this week, PayPal or last week, PayPal said that they were going to be allowing people to use um, Bitcoin to buy and sell uh, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, um, Ethereum, basically all of the major cryptocurrencies on their platform. Uh, so to me, you know, this news was kind of overshadowed by a lot of other things going on uh, with the whole market. But to me, I think it's a huge move uh, for the company. I think it's a huge move for the market in general. So what I've seen has been the major reason why people don't jump into crypto is they don't really understand it. They don't know what companies to go um, and you know partner with. They don't know, you know how to get a wallet, um, how cryptocurrency itself actually works. Is it secure? Is it not secure? So to me, with PayPal you know, being... Uh, one of the major companies to do this with their over 26 million users or 26 million active users and, you know, more companies switching to online uh, stores. So majority of the people, uh, if you go to buy an item, you can put your PayPal information in. So now PayPal will have the uh, ability to accept cryptocurrencies, which is basically going to change the entire uh, financial landscape, in my opinion, because you can use or... If you have a PayPal account, you can accept different forms of digital currency um, instead of just accepting cash. So cash will no longer uh, be the, the main source of value. You can use different forms of currency. And then with the PayPal uh, being on other services, you can then use that cryptocurrency you got from your business or your startup and then buy other items from different places that accept PayPal. So I think it's a very huge move for the company. Uh, and very huge move for the market in general. Um, and PayPal is a name that a lot of people trust. A lot of people have used PayPal before. So I think it's going to be, you know, the boom of cryptocurrency um, has just began. So I know Bitcoin, it rose up, uh, it kind of shot up based on that news. I think it will continue to go up um, as time goes on, as well as the other 
uh, cryptocurrencies. My favorite one out there being Dogecoin. Now, it may not be the highest one in price. Probably is the lowest one in price. But I like their mission. I like to have a baseball team that they funded a NASCAR team. They do a lot of charitable uh, giving work. So Dogecoin is my uh, all-time favorite one. But I know Bitcoin is the most popular one in Bitcoin Cash. So, you know, if you're interested in looking up cryptocurrencies, I would say start with Bitcoin. Um, in other news, Walmart has started their Black Friday deals. Uh, I know you may be saying, you know, why is this a big deal? Uh, Walmart, to me, kind of sets the industry standard for, um, or one of the industry standards for Black Friday um, and their deals. They're kind of like one of the first companies to go and release their, their information. Then it's usually like Target and then Best Buy. And then, you know, sometimes it'll be like uh, Amazon or at least some deals as well after that. But, you know, once Walmart released theirs, um, they had some pretty good deals on there. So I would say, you know, definitely check it out. But from an investor standpoint, uh, look at the volume. So the amount of people uh, who are, you know, going to switch to online uh, opposed to going into the store to buy certain items. So there was an item that I looked at. Um, I was trying to get, purchase a 65-inch TV, um, but it wasn't available online. It was only available in the store. So to me, I think it was pretty interesting that Walmart uh, chose to have certain items under Black Friday um, only available at stores, especially considering uh, how the pandemic is going. I thought they would switch their inventory to be sort of 50-50, being half of the supply that they would usually get into stores. They would make go um, into online, and the other half they would go to have um, in the stores uh, just, to just to combat the pandemic uh, because this is the first time, you know, something like this has happened around Black Friday. So to me, I think with the cases rising, um, it was kind of, you know, careless to have Walmart uh, – you know, say, oh, only these items are sold in the store during this time, and Black Friday is not on Black Friday. So, to me, just extending the deadline to have, you know, Black Friday start earlier um, instead of being on, you know, Thanksgiving, it was a really good move market-wise. But I think not having higher availability of items being sold online, uh, just for health reasons, I think was uh, kind of, you know, thought out of the process. Um, now, you know not down in Walmart at all. Uh, I still was able to purchase some items online. I just, for me, was not comfortable with going uh, to Walmart with a whole bunch of people being there uh, trying to get Black Friday deals when you could just buy it online. And I feel like that's a sentiment with a lot of people, uh, especially with the rise in cases, probably looking more towards online sales. And I feel like it's an area Walmart could have actually capitalized on uh, by having more of their inventory online and less in the stores uh, for their Black Friday deals. Now, Best Buy and Target, I don't know if they did the same thing. Uh, there wasn't really anything on their websites that I was able to delve into to look at. But I think um, if more stores adopt the way uh, to have online Black Friday deals opposed to having deals that are just in the store um, with concerns of health and people going and shopping, I think it'll uh, be a great marketing ploy uh, for any company out there. Now, 2020 election still going on. Uh, sadly, Kanye West is out of the election. He said for the first time uh, this year, he actually went out and voted, and he voted for himself uh, in true Kanye fashion, in my personal opinion. Uh, but he said he'll probably try to be running uh, in 2024. Um, so, you know, I don't think he really took it. I think he did take it serious, um, but just his timing on it, it was kind of off, in my personal opinion. But 
We'll see what 2024 holds. We're still waiting for the results of this election. Uh, in other news, Tesla has released Tesla tequila. Uh, so I tried to go and buy a bottle of this Tesla tequila, but it sold out so fast. Uh, so I wasn't able to grab one. Uh, but the bottle looks really nice. It's a lightning bolt. Um, obviously, you have to be 21 years or older to purchase it. Um, but it's been aged for 15 months in French oak barrels and hand-blown glass. Uh, tequila features dry, fruity, light vanilla. Uh, nose with a balanced cinnamon pepper finish. Uh, best enjoyed as a sipping tequila. So I think, you know, a lot of investors like quirky items, especially anything revolving Tesla. Uh, so I wasn't surprised to see it sell out, just like um, the Tesla shorts uh, that sold out, you know, pretty fast. But I think this is a pretty cool item. Um, and I like to have one just for novelty purposes, not just to drink it, but just, you know, to say, um, you know, I have a bottle of Tesla tequila. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people, you know, were trying to buy it for novelty reasons, not for just resale reasons. Now, there are those people who would buy it just to be like, sell it and upcharge it. Um, but I think it's, you know, pretty cool that a company um, or, you know, the CEO, you know, has interest to um, put products on the website that aren't like too serious. So, you know, you may see companies, you know, they sell pins and uh, promotional things that are on the company's website, uh, but not really any fun items. So I think this is sort of a, a fun item uh, that I think investors uh, could really rally around. And I hope they make more so that I can purchase more uh, and have one, you know, before the holiday season. Now, the vaccine race is still continuing um, as cases are rising in the U.S. and worldwide. Uh, still got to, you know, watch some updates from these companies. Like, they kind of been overshadowed by these elections that's gone on. But I think whenever the elections are over, it's going to be a main focus for the whole country and for the world in general. Now, I know other countries are going into lockdown. The U.S. currently is not in lockdown, um, and they haven't really talked about any lockdowns um, as the future goes on. But I think, you know... With the vaccine race, it's going to be the main focus, in my opinion, uh, when whomever wins this presidency uh, begins. So the vaccine stocks that are out there, uh, if you may not know, are Pfizer, uh, Moderna, Inovio, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca. So those companies, um, if you want to just write those down, those are the ones that I'm personally looking at uh, that have the most data available in uh, this whole vaccine race. Um, you could also look at a company like Meekson, um, and they would be doing distribution of the vaccine itself. So um, those companies, I would say, keep on your radar because it's going to be, you know, the major focus for the presidency after whomever wins. Also, uh, sectors I think that everyone should look at are healthcare, technology, electric vehicles, or EVs, and cannabis. So. Uh, the growth of cannabis stocks has basically reached a second boom or beginning a second boom. Uh, I know last week I traded a, a company that was Sundial Growers. Uh, I think it's like at 20 something cents and it shot up to 40 cents, which you may say like that's not that much. Um, but, you know, that's a pretty cheap stock to go in and 20 cents profit per share. You know, I made uh, quite a bit um, actually trading that because I bought a, a lot of shares. So, you know, definitely look at those different sectors, healthcare, uh, you know, seems to be recession proof technology. Um, when I say technology, I mean like, you know, like AMD, um, Nvidia, you know, 
companies like that, Apple, I would say is borderline technology company, uh, just companies that are involved around the technology niche and advancing technology. I feel like those are doing uh, pretty well as well as EV. So whether, you know, Trump is president or whether Biden is president, I think the electric vehicle um, niche will continue to grow. Uh, so with the Trump administration, you know, we saw the birth of Nikola Motors. We saw Tesla rise. We saw uh, NEO begin its rise. Um, and then I think once uh, if Biden wins, you know, they're not going to down EVs. If anything, they're going to up EVs and make uh, more people, you know, give more incentives on trying to buy EVs. So I think uh, the EV space is essentially recession proof uh, by, by whomever is president and then the cannabis industry as well. Um, obviously, with the Biden presidency win, uh, can cannabis will boom. Uh, there seems to be a large portion of the Democratic Party seems to rally around uh, legalization of cannabis in the United States. Um, wasn't really the main focus for the Republican Party, but I believe that um, they're kind of factoring in a Biden win in this market. So I would definitely keep your eyes out on cannabis stocks as time goes on. Now, lastly, last week was earnings week. Um, next week's going to be earnings week as well. There's still a lot of companies that are having earnings, uh, but I want to go over three in particular uh, that I was watching for last week. So the first one to talk about is Cloudflare. Uh, Cloudflare had a pretty good earnings. Um, they were launched in 2010, um, and to this date, they have 3.2 million uh, free and paying customers. Uh, their annual growth has increased uh, to 305 million. Um, so last year, uh, or last quarter over quarter, uh, they were in their last Q3 of 2019, they're at 203 million and now they've increased 50%, uh, to go to 200 and I mean, 305 million, uh, for annual total revenue. So that's, you know, pretty good. Um, you know, the customers have increased and, you know, I think the company as a whole is doing, you know, very fantastic work. I think they'll continue to grow um, as time goes on. Now, they have a lot of partners, a lot of companies that they partner with, uh, like Workday, Zendesk, Adobe, uh, Salesforce, Dropbox, Shopify, Google Cloud, AWS, Microsoft, uh, Azure, and Alibaba Cloud. So they partner with those companies. They also partner with Lenovo, Dell, Oracle, uh, SAP, or SAP, HP, Compact Q, um, Cisco, Jupiter, and a lot of other companies. Um, so some of those names, you know, you may have heard of before, but they do have a lot of big partners uh, that they partner with for their cloud uh, portfolio. So they're a cloud security company. Uh, they basically, you know, make firewalls and help you protect your data uh, and large data. So I would say definitely look into the company uh, as time goes on because they could you know potentially be the main cloud company as far as security um, and global cloud computing um, goes. Uh, now, global cloud computing is definitely uh, a niche category, but I think all companies use it. So, you know, in one way or another, uh, you can use this service, which already has a bunch of different uh, allies or a bunch of different companies that partners with, or you can use um, another company. But, you know, if this company is already doing well, I feel like most people are going to choose this company. 
Uh, now, next we have Roku. Roku had their earnings this week. Uh, so their total revenue grew 73% year over year to $452 million. Uh, platform revenue increased 78% year over year to $319 million. Uh, and their gross uh, profit was 81% year over year to $215 million. Uh, they added 2.9 million incremental active accounts in the quarter three, reaching 46 million total users. Uh, so they seem to be continuing uh, their growth. I think that number will continue to go up, especially with next quarter, people buying more TVs with Roku built into them. So the holiday season, I expect to see more accounts uh, growing as well as their total uh, net revenue. I saw a lot of the Roku TVs on sale uh, for the Black Friday deals. So I expect this number to continue to grow. I think that was, you know, one of the smartest things Roku did uh, is switch from just having the little device that you plug in uh, to the TV to making TVs themselves. So they have like on TV, so the brand ONN Oroku TVs, uh, TCL Oroku TVs, and those are the ones that you see uh, that are, you know, very much discounted, uh, but still are functioning TVs that people, you know, feel like they get uh, the best bang for their buck essentially. So last one to go into the last one that I watched for this week, uh, and that is Qualcomm. So Qualcomm, uh, if you know, partnering with Apple to have their 5G chips put into the Apple uh, phone. So that was a big move for uh, Qualcomm. Uh, so their fourth quarter fiscal 2020 results, uh, the EPS GAAP uh, was 2.58. Uh, Non-GAAP was 1.45. Um, and then as far as the revenue, uh, in general, uh, it grew 73%, uh, which is a pretty good metric, uh, in my personal opinion. Um, and you know, it seems like the company in general, uh, just continues to grow, uh, more and more every time I look at them. Uh, now I think the company, um, as a whole, you know, has good management. Uh, it seems to have a lot of things that they're doing. And the partnership with Apple, to me, I think is going to be uh, very lucrative for the company as long as Apple stays with them. Uh, now, you know, in the future, Apple may find some way uh, to, you know, do the 5G technology on their own, uh, which it seems like that's kind of the path that Apple takes. So like Apple, you know, started with Intel, but then now makes their own stuff. They started with a lot of different companies for like headphones um, and now, you know, do their own thing. Um, but I think as the time being, uh, Qualcomm can definitely benefit from uh, having a partner as big as Apple. All right, so that's all the stock news. Uh, good luck to everybody trading out there next week. Uh, hopefully, you know, by the end of the, or the beginning of next week, maybe the middle of next week, we'll have a president uh, and we'll know, you know, the direction for the company moving forward. I know the market uh, will definitely uh, be happy about that. Uh, because I know the market hates uncertainty, so you'll see it fluctuate uh, quite a bit with uh, this uncertainty of uh, who the president's going to be. But I think whenever that's solved or whenever uh, the votes are counted and we know, then you can basically, you know, plan your uh, portfolio around uh, whomever candidate and their agenda so you can take advantage and make sure you grow your account. So good luck to everybody out there trading. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.